It's Lamar Gibbs. Welcome to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, where we celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. What's going on, peoples? It's your man, Lamar Gibbs. Your man's in them. Another episode of Thoughts of Redemption, the podcast. Um, this one, this episode is going to be a little free, free-flowing, especially because of what happened today, which is Thursday, October 25th. Uh, at, you know, just having a conversation with somebody, um, unbeliever, just talking about the faith and just talking about different subjects and like, I just, I just want to be honest on this podcast and, and just explain kind of what can happen sometimes when you're not um, being mindful of how you're speaking to people or being mindful of how things affect you. If anybody that knows me or if, if I've expressed it to anybody, one of the things that 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 ticks me off or, or just is a pet peeve of mine or that bothers me is when either my, I, either my integrity is questioned or things are assumed about me. And so if I'm in a discussion or a debate, whatever you want to call it, and I feel that my position or my, my views are, are being maligned for something that it's not, or I feel like I'm being painted as something I'm not, as someone I'm not, I take things very personally or I'll, I'll respond in an offended way. And I still I end up forgetting about the grace that God is calling people, uh, people of God to speak in when, you, when it comes to speaking about the gospel or speaking to those who reject the gospel, speaking to those who are in opposition to what you're saying, to those who mock what you say, mock what you believe, mock what you think. And in a general sense, I'm the kind of guy that doesn't really have a problem with that. If you don't believe that Jesus is the way to eternal life, if you think that I'm a bigot, if you think that I'm an extremist or homophobe or whatever you want to call me, I don't take that stuff seriously because I know that's not me. But for some reason, whenever I'm in a conversation and I feel like I, I can't get my word out or if I feel like I'm being, I'm being disrespected or looked down upon, or feel some type of way. It's some certain things that just hit me in ways that I'm not prepared for, and it causes me to respond in a fleshly way at times. Or it, it gets me to a point where I never thought I would get, I would be frustrated. And today was one of those days. Now, the, the majority of the conversation, I would say literally 95 to like 98% of the conversation, there was, was a spirited conversation with passionate people and so the conversation went as it went. We got to talk. Uh, I could have did stuff better as far as um, letting questions finish because I can be passionate um, as anybody can be, especially in, 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 and I want to give credit to atheists too. Like they're atheists that are passionate about things and, and you know, they're valid to be able to express themselves emotionally, express themselves passionately, um, you know, express themselves animatedly you know elevated voices maybe not shouting but your voice is elevated because you really believe in what you're talking about and and you just want to talk and so i'm cool with that um but at the same you know for me i, I just know that sometimes i gotta watch how I, I engage with people because because what what tends to happen is you don't really notice how much you can be doing something you think you could be doing something one way but it could be coming out a lit literally another way and if you're not checked on it somebody doesn't say anything you might just think that you're being something that you're not you're being something less than you really are being and so engaging in conversation about whole 
host of different topics about who influences who the most, whether it's religious, religion that influences people to do bad things the most, or culture and all that kind of stuff. We were in all kinds of discussions. And we had it during lunch, and then we came back after. And which is crazy at work that we're able to do that. But I have the grace and opportunity to do that in places you might not really have that opportunity to have talks like that. But the, the afternoon came and the conversation was going normally. It was still as you know spirited and passionate as we can be. I'm just a, a very uh, strongly opinionated or just a strong-minded type of individual that just conveys his thoughts with, with just a clarity and boldness. And I have somebody that does the same thing. But for some reason, we got to a certain discussion point and it really it really started to tick me off how my views or my responses to things were painted when I never gave or never got the chance to give what my response would be. And I'm gonna name the specific situation um, that was mentioned about how if your child came to you and revealed that they were gay and how would you treat them and basically my response was I would still love on them I would still love them as, as basically image bearer I didn't say image bearer but I said I would love on them as they're supposed to be loved even though I don't agree with their lifestyle choices I, I just wouldn't agree with it I, I don't really support it but I still love them and support them and I would still do as I'm supposed to do love them that's not good enough and and the response was, his response was kind of an assumption. Before I even gave that response, though, the response was that, oh, oh, you don't really love them if you don't accept or you, you don't approve or whatever. You don't think that their choices are, are valid or whatever. And, and I started getting more and more offended because it's like, I start thinking about how much people get to get away with disagreeing with believers or disagreeing with things that we view and they don't get looked at as being intolerant or they don't get looked at as, as whatever because it's 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 in in the cultural mode it's it's, it's what's acceptable today and and it's kind of crazy how I, I you know i can't say it and and, I, and 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 there was just a certain response that he thought that i would say other than what i just said on this earlier just now um, what I would say in response and just that oh, oh, oh that's not really you know love or, or whatever and 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 then it was like that vulnerable place and it, and it hit me and then I got to the point where I was I, I was shouting at him I was shouting I was adamant I was I was very upset I was getting really upset and feeling offended offended and if you know if you've listened to my episode a couple episodes back I spoke about how to defeat the spirit of offense and and, and and I wouldn't necessarily call it a spirit in this instance, but I still was offended in a way where I wasn't able to still speak with grace. I ended up speaking in a place where I was offended and I ended up speaking incarnally, speaking loudly and, and, and not speaking with a graciousness and a tender heartedness and being able to defend myself without being ungracious, without being uh, acrimonious or without being just in my flesh, in my feelings. And it doesn't convey the fruit of Christ well when you respond in that way. And I have that issue when I respond. And I'm sure any of you listening here may have had a conversation with an individual and you felt yourself getting heated 
in a way that you never thought that you would get heated or you would get heated in a way that when you look back and it's like, man, I wish I'd handled that way better. I could have handled that way better. And so, you know, it brought to mind just the topic of, of how to take offense, not only how to take offense, but more so how to take people's assumptions of you to the chin as a Christian, right? Um, you know, Jesus said we would be misunderstood and, and, and you know, we would be assumed to, to doing evil or whatever. Our views would not be taken as innocently as we're giving them. It's not going to be taken with the purity of heart as we're giving them. And we got to be ready for that. I got to be ready for that. I got to be way more ready for that. I got to be way more ready for people to malign how I do things because that's just what it is. It's the spirit of the age. It's the spirit of, of the culture. It's the mindset of the culture. It's the ethos. It's what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. And to add to that, there needs to be empathy for my end and many of us on our end because there has been countless examples of Christians not knowing how to deal with things like homosexuality, with people like homosexuals. It's, it's a, a thing. It's an actual thing. It's not like it's something out of thin air. And so I should be able to have the empathy. I should be able to have the depth of understanding that shows that I understand when I say certain positions and views, it's gonna cause people to feel the type of way. And I have to be okay with that. I have to be okay with being looked at as the guy that's like everybody else. Just like as a man, if, a, if I say a position that a woman may feel some type of way against and come at me and accuse me of being like all other men, then I, got, I, I, it's not, I have to have a right to defend myself, of course, speak my mind, speak what's going on, but I still have to be in a position where I'm okay with people seeing me in that way and I have to be able to work through that with people. I have to be gracious to people that may not be as gracious to me. I have to be honorable and honest in the way and patiently explain it. I was all offended and I was speaking about how I always feel like I gotta explain myself and yeah, you're gonna have to explain yourself, Lamar. You're gonna have to talk to people. You're gonna have to display the love of Christ on a long-term basis. They're not gonna take you for your word. They're not gonna do it. They've seen too much of Christians playing the fool. I'm gonna bear the name of Christ. I'm gonna bear the name of being a Christian. I'm gonna take all that, that, all that, that entails. Bearing the name of Christ, bearing the name of Christ, the same name of Christ that people bared when they enslaved black people, the same name of Christ that parents bear when they kick their LGBT kids out the house. When you're not supposed to do that, there's LGBT people that are homeless because of Christian parents, not because of atheist parents, not because of just Muslim parents, not because of any other Christian parents. Because homosexuality is an abomination. And the Bible says that, and I, and I agree with the Bible. But that being what it is, is not supposed to determine the way that you have your conduct and the way you treat people. You're supposed to treat people as image bearers of God and to leave the judgment up to the Lord and to be able to speak the truth and to love them, to speak the truth in love and to love on them, to be there for them. And so I have to correct myself. I have to be in the place where I'm uh, correcting my conduct towards those that are outside of the faith and to those that are inside of the faith that may have assumptions about me. I have to be better in some personal relationships. And so I wanted to share this because it happened today. It happened literally, let's say an hour ago. I just 
came on the train. I'm, on, I'm in my car right now. This happened today. This is a real thing. And to add, this came on top of an event that I went to last night at Brooklyn Tabernacle. It was an event about ministering to Jehovah Witnesses and Muslims, of which the person at my job is a former Jehovah Witness. And I started the conversation about religion and all that kind of stuff by bringing that event up. And I was still talking with a, 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 a someone about how I sometimes deal with the very thing that I ha that happened today. I was talking about what happened to me today. I was talking about how I need to do better and it still happened today. It still happened. But you know what? I'm going to move on from this. I'm going to grow. I apologize to the man. I apologize for my conduct. And and also, and it just brings back to mind is, is um, also when I'm in conversation sometimes with unbelievers, atheists in particular, if they have a problem with me, let's say um, the event that I went to last night about ministering to Jehovah Witnesses and Muslims, that person had a problem with that because it's like, oh, you're trying to change them. And I tried to make an equivocation, make it equal, which there's some similarities to how if, if an atheist feels, for example, that Muslim women are in bondage to their religion, to the way that Muslims treat women, the way that the Quran speaks about women and all that kind of stuff, right? An atheist would want that person to be out of that thing, right? And so they would talk to the people that are in religions and talk to them with the hope that they would open their minds and, and get to atheism and get away from religion and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I tried to make it equal. I tried to make it equal, just like I'm doing as a Christian, you doing as an atheist. But yo, I gotta chill with that. We all got to chill with that. It's kind of similar to, to, I don't want to bash Lecrae, but how Lecrae was on some, hold on, mad loud. Anyway, how how Lecrae was like, oh, Lupe is, is a Muslim, he's a rapper. I could be a Christian and a rapper. That's the similarities because we have religious views that we're communicating on the mic, but it's still different because of the spiritual nature of things and all that. It's still a unique way that's just not gonna compare. Instead of me saying, oh, I'm just like you. I'm just trying to get people to, to a view because I believe that this is progress and positivity and truth and all that stuff. Yes, all those things are true, but I gotta be able to take that joint on the chin and be like, I feel you that you see it this way. I just don't see it that way. I see that the love of the love that God is form forming in me and the love that God has is to rescue people from their sin, to rescue people from darkness. I may not even have to say sin, but just rescue people from darkness and bondage. I believe that false religions are bondage. I believe that to not believe in the truth of Jesus Christ is, is a bondage, it's a form of bondage. And, and there's a freedom in Christ, there's a love that I've experienced. And I, I wanna tell, I just wanna tell the people, this is what it is. I know, I know you see it this way, and I feel you, I understand why you see it this way. I, I can't really convince you of this. I just need to say this is what I'm here to do. I want to love on people and this is how I love on people and you might not feel that this love. I just have to be that way. I don't have to always make sense of it. I don't have to have them, oh, that makes sense. Oh, I know why you do that. Oh, I know why you, you preach it. Oh, it's kind of like me, I do the same thing. Nah, we're not really doing the same thing. We're doing similar things, but it's not the same thing. And in the same way, people aren't gonna feel the same way about how I don't support certain lifestyles or I don't support this, or I don't support I don't support premarital sex or any of that stuff. They're just not gonna look at it that way. And if they accuse you of being something that you're not, take that joint on the chin. Lamar, anybody listening, take that joint on the chin. You are gonna be offended. Learn how to 
speak with grace still. Learn how to defend yourself in grace, to speak graciously even in defense of yourself, and to grow in the knowledge and wisdom and understanding of the Word of God. The more word that we take in us, the more knowledge we take about other religions and other belief systems and stuff should not lead us to pride. It's supposed to lead us to be humble, to know that we were saved from sin. We were saved from false doctrine, false teaching. Any one of us could have been in this, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth, learning all types of philosophies, getting swallowed up by all types of ideologies and all that kind of stuff and not being able to believe in the in Jesus, the simplicity of Christ, how Satan is able to trick Eve and, and, and beguile us by bringing things that are, are, are contrary to the word of God and making things more complex than they are. Yo, I gotta be okay, man. I gotta be okay. Not okay to the point where I don't speak my mind and I just take whatever they paint of me. But I gotta be okay with being misunderstood. I gotta be cool and responding and knowing that people are not gonna accept it. You're gonna probably leave a conversation looking like you took the L. You're gonna leave a conversation looking like you were the meanest person in the world, even though you probably got the kindest heart, even though people may have said, man, you, you, you're not like all those other Christians. You still might not be looked at as kind by somebody if you say, I don't, I, I think that homosexuality is not, is not of God. I think that we need to come to Christ. I think that there's no other way to eternal life but Him. Gotta be okay with that, man. So I'm, I'm learning that. I just wanted to share my heart just in engaging with unbelievers and the fact that I went to an event last night that talked about how to engage with Muslims and Jehovah's Witness, just engage, engaging with people with different belief systems. And I was able to engage somebody with a different belief system, even though he doesn't believe that it is as such. I was able to engage with a different belief system and I still ended up fumbling and stumbling, even after knowing what I know. The Holy Spirit wants to continue transforming us. The Holy Spirit wants to continue to give us options and opportunities to plant seeds. And yo, if you ever, if you ever been the one to fall when doing this, getting mad, getting tight, getting upset, you know, wanting to almost curse somebody out or whatever, yo, take take that joint on the chin, take that L on the chin, and take some growth and learn from it, yo, because. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta grow. You gotta mature. I gotta grow. I gotta mature. No matter how much word I know, no matter how much of a relationship with Jesus I've had, there's still areas in my life I need to grow. There's still humility that needs to be developed. There's still pride that needs to be kicked down. There's still a stubbornness that needs to be dealt with. I've heard stuff about myself that I would never have liked to hear, hear it about myself, about my actions and all that. Come on. So that, that's it. I just want to share my heart and thoughts on this matter. And y'all pray for me. I pray that y'all continue to grow and sharing your faith, being bold and learning about the gospel, learning how to share the gospel, learning about just loving on, just learning how to love more, learning how to love like Christ. Christ called us to bless those that persecute, that, that bless those that curse us. Christ called us to pray for those that persecute you. Christ called for us to turn the other cheek for those that offend you and, and say things about you and mistreat you in all kinds of different ways. And so I pray that God continues to develop us in our faith and our calling and just continues to move in our life and, 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 and builds us up in an extreme and effective way. And I just, I'm thankful for God and his involvement in our thought process and how he, he's changing it. So once again, Thoughts of Redemption podcast is here to celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. Subscribe to all of my immediate outlets to the blog, thoughtsofredemption.com. You will find a subscription 
social media, Instagram, Thoughts of Redemption, Twitter, underscore T-O Redemption. I couldn't get the Thoughts of Redemption. Facebook, search for Thoughts of Redemption on the profile. YouTube, search Thoughts of Redemption for the channel. You're gonna see the channel come up. I ain't get the custom URL yet. I need them 100 subscribers to get that. If y'all can help me with that, that's all love. But follow me and everywhere. If you wanna donate to the podcast, there's a, 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 a link, anchor.fm slash Thoughts of Redemption. And you'll find a support link. You can pay 99 cents, 5.99, 9.99 monthly, monthly donations. I would love it and I would appreciate it. If you don't have that much to give like that, yo, you you can cash at me at Lamar Gibbs, dollar sign Lamar Gibbs. You can send it through Thoughts of Redemption uh, website, thoughtsofredemption.com/slash/donation. Anything that you want to do, you want to email me, we'll find a way to do. Send anything, comments, love questions prayer requests anything thoughts of redemption at gmail.com yo i'm just so grateful to continue to provide content for you guys and i'm just honored for what's to come and honored for how god's going to continue to supply the needs for all of this content and all of the things that he wants to do so once again thoughts of redemption where we celebrate the process of thought and god's hand in it god bless